following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. It's time for Caffeinated Comics, a lively discussion and debate on comics, film, television, and collectibles, all fueled by the magic of Frappuccinos. Now, here's your hosts, John and Steven. Thank you, it's Caffeinated Comics. I'm your host, John Clark. Going to do a quick mini-sode this week. It, as I'm recording this, it is January 1st, 2024, and we've just come off the most important week of the year, the week between Christmas and New Year's where absolutely nothing happens. It's been a tumultuous year uh, full of frustration and disappointment, and it was nice to have just... A few days for everything to just stop, uh, to kind of refocus and, you know, do things that don't really take a ton of effort. I rewatched Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. The Hobbit, yes, that took effort. But The Lord of the Rings was fine. And I kept thinking about 2023. You know, should I have Elliot on? Should I have Steven on? Should I talk to somebody? And we covered toys last week. And my thanks again to Michael Crawford for coming on, uh, who's a great expert in toys and had a lot to say. But the more I thought about 2023, the more I didn't want this to be heavy. I didn't want this to be laden with, well, 2023 sucked. And 2023 was rough. <laughs> I mean, uh, other than years that are, are full of disaster, like, you know, 2020 or 20, 2001, this was a, a tough year uh, f- for me personally. Like, I, you know, I got COVID again. Uh, I worked... Uh, I had a lot of stressful work that was nights and weekends. Um, you know, uh, Jill, as you know, uh, got into a car accident and uh, she, we're still dealing with a lot of that. So it would be very easy for me to say fuck 2023 and try to kick it down a flight of stairs and hope that 2024 will be better, which I do. But the more I think about it, it's, you know, every year we do a wrap up and every year I think since 2015, maybe it's been like, oh, let's thank God we're out of this year. And it's it's getting a little repetitious. It's getting a little redundant. And I really wanted to focus on what sort of things went right. It was very easy to to think about the things that went wrong. I mean, we're we're at a year where all of the superhero movies bombed except for like Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which was good. But there were a lot of failures. I mean, The Flash was a notorious bomb. Shazam 2 was underperformed. Aquaman 2 is bombing as we speak. Blue Beetle was a small film that didn't do great. The Marvels was uninspired. Uh, Ant-Man Quantumania was not a good film. I haven't watched it again, but it's not a good film. And then Disney Plus hasn't really helped. I never finished Ahsoka. And uh, Secret Invasion was the worst thing I've seen Marvel do. I just watched What If this weekend, and honestly, I, it was a shrug compared to season one. I feel like superheroes right now aren't really giving us the jolt that we expect from it. And I spent the last week catching up on my Batmans through the DC Unlimited app, and uh, I'm, there's still nothing there that's getting me excited, I have to say. I, I like Chip Zdarsky as a writer. I thought he did some really interesting stuff on Spider-Man, but I'm not feeling it from Batman. And I went back a couple of years and finished the uh, James Tynion 4 run, and I'm rereading uh, Fear State. And 
it's been a while since I've had Batman that's really inspired me. So what I've been doing lately with Batman has been very nostalgic uh, since Batman Day. I my youngest son has finally got into Batman, so we watch we're watching Batman the animated series, which yeah is just as good as you remember it. Uh, the animation's a little stiffer than you think, but the storytelling is just as good. And we watched the Tim Burton movies, which I will always love. And uh, I started to lose him on Nolan. He's ten. I don't know that he he said Batman Begins had no story, but I was like, well, that's because you started playing Legos in about an hour in. But. Uh, he is making me watch the new adventures of Batman, which is now going to be a McFarlane series of action figures, uh, because it's terrible. So we've been getting into Batman, but I'm not finding a lot of what inspires me. And as much as I want to see that new Matt Reeves movie, it's going to be a ways off. And it's that movie still feels like an experiment. It doesn't feel like it's the pure Batman or where the franchise is going. It's like here's it's an Elseworlds. It's one person's interpretation. Uh, I'm subscribed to Amazing Spider-Man and I find it readable, but I'm not super, super into it. Dan Slott came back to do Spider-Man and he's already canceled it and spun it off into two series with Superior Spider-Man, which uh, my subscription just automatically shifted to. And I'm reading that Bagley's on it and it's pretty good. And then there's Spider-Boy with Paco Medina, who I don't understand why this is a character. It's a new character from the Spider-Verse who seems to be a white Miles Morales, which I find uh, irritating on several levels. So my two core characters uh, aren't in a place where they're really jazzing me. They're enough for me to keep going and check in on them because they are my two favorite characters. But that's it. Uh, I'm reading Ryan North's Fantastic Four, which I find is mildly entertaining but there's nothing that's getting me excited to pick up floppies uh you know the most fun i've had in the last year was getting the batman the adventures continue omnibus of all the batman the animated series comics and then rereading the batman 66 omnibus which i got a few years ago but i'd never read the book because i'd had the individual issues when they were originally published so i've been very nostalgic for superheroes and it's again, it's very easy for me to say, well, this year suck for superheroes and they are trash. And honestly, you know, I, that's what I'm seeing on social media all the time. Just garbage, trash, you know, this is bad because it's the worst, uh, which is not constructive criticism in the least. So I, I wanted to focus on like, what did I really like this year? What, what made me feel happy to be a geek this year and what went right? And my brain immediately goes to Picard season three. Uh, you know, thanks to Terry Metalis, we couldn't have had a better ending to Next Generation. It beat Star Trek VI The Undiscovered Country for closing out an iconic cast. I mean, that show, I've been talking about it since it aired in March, and that show made me weep with joy. And if and nothing else, 2023 gave us Picard season three. Uh, that... That was a really great moment in sci-fi. Every character was served. The story uh, tied up loose ends from other shows and advanced the entire universe forward. And we're at a point now where Paramount's talking about merging with Warner Brothers. So we may not see new Star Trek at all. Uh, People are saying, you know, they've opened the door for Star Trek Legacy and I want it and where is it? And yeah, if they do a Star Trek Legacy, I will be watching it the day it streams. But we don't know. 
we don't know what's going to happen. We have one more season of Lower Decks. Uh, we're closing up Discovery. I mean, Star Trek may go away if Paramount and Warner's merge again. Uh, we don't know what'll happen. I mean, we're at a point where Warner Brothers is making a Batman animated series not for Max. Uh, they just announced that uh, Coyote versus Acme, the new Looney Tunes film that's live action and animated, uh, is being released, but nobody knows where. <laughs> is, is it theaters? Is it another streaming platform? But Warner Brothers has had this slash and burn idea for all of their properties. So if they acquire Paramount, I don't see that changing. But we got it. You know, we, we got this really beautiful Picard season three. And things like that, I think, are worth it. Um, I look at toys, and McFarlane has surpassed Mattel, which ha- I didn't think could ever happen in making DC figures. They're making fantastically beautiful DC figures that are holding a price line. They have made an entire line of Batman 66. They have relaunched the Batman the Animated Series. And they are make they made a series of Batman and Robin, which I pre-ordered. I hate this movie, but they're doing a wonderful job with that. And Hasbro, on the other side, um, we were talking about this with Michael Crawford, the No Way Home set. It's just gorgeous. They're beautiful, beautiful figures from a movie that I think will be, be known as a classic from years on. Uh, and things like we got in Indiana Jones movie. Was it the greatest movie ever made? No, but was it good? Yes. And I got to see it twice in the theater and I haven't had that experience since, you know, my, my junior in high school son was an infant. It was the last time I got to go to an Indiana Jones movie. I really enjoyed it. And Elliot and I got to do a live audio commentary of it, which was a lot of fun. Uh, there were rays of sunshine, you know, in in a very cloudy year. And we're going into 2024. I've, I've got my best hopes. Uh, it's going to be an election year, so that's going to make things tense. But, you know, 2024 is a year where they're going to step back a little. We are only getting Deadpool 3. It, that's going to be our only Marvel movie. Uh, Superman, Superman Legacy will be... Uh, in 2025, superhero movies are taking a break, and then I think that's a good thing. But the other thing we got at the very end of the year, we opened the year with Closing the Next Generation, and then we got Doctor Who. I mean, I haven't loved Doctor Who this much in six years. You know, I, I was a big fan of Peter Capaldi. I know the, the ratings were starting to shrink under his reign, but I, but that was the last time. I mean, I gave Jodie Whittaker every benefit of the doubt. I think she gave it her all. I don't think she had stories that supported her. And we talked about this with J.B. Anderton. But, man, those three specials with David Tennant and Catherine Tate reignited my love in the same way that Star Trek Picard reignited my love for that property. And then Chudy Gatwa. I mean, I was going into that third special thinking, oh, my God, why do they only do three? I I, want to see 20 more stories from from these two. This isn't fair. And within five minutes of Chudy Gatwa coming in that by generation, which is complete poppycock, but entertaining. Within five minutes, I was like, all right, Chudy's the way we're going. And the Christmas special was a ton of fun. Um, so we did get a resurgence of stuff. And I think that's important, you know, and we are, we're heading out of a golden age in a lot of ways. Comic sales have been hurting. Uh, comic prices are up. I don't know that we'll see a renaissance in 2024 of 
monthly comics. We're backing off superhero properties. And then the streaming wars are starting to swallow each other. There's going to be mergers. There's going to be price hikes. There's going to be cut downs on production. I think we're leaving this golden age of streaming that we've had where every single property that you ever loved got a few more seasons made. Uh, I cannot think of a thing that I really love that wasn't brought back in one form or another. Uh, maybe Black Adder. That's about it. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, I picked up a cold over the, the holiday and initially I was thinking, oh great, this is the best way to end 2023. I'm sick. But I don't, I don't want to be that person. There's too many of that person online. You know, there's too many of that person out there. There's too many people looking for the chink in the armor and looking to bring things down. And I often think this about happy people. I've never considered myself one of them. I'm, def, I'm, I'm more of a uh, glasses half cracked uh, view of life. But bad things don't only happen to negative people. Just as many bad things happen to positive people. It's all in how you process it and turn it around and put it back out in the world. You know, uh, and I am trying really hard to do that. I mean, there are personally, I hope you have wins that you can look at. I hope you have things that you can point to. Uh, you know, I got to move out of my apartment into, into a house again. That's a huge, huge win. You know, there were definitely prices to be paid for that. Uh, and, uh, sometimes it's tough. It's, it's a lot tougher financially to run a house than run a bed, an apartment, but it's worth it. You know, I got to find a really cool guitar again. I, I got to find a guitar that I didn't think anybody would make and found out that not only had somebody made it, but it was at Chicago Music Exchange on sale the weekend I thought of it. And I got to play it in front of, pe in front of people. I got to do, you know, three or four more shows in front of people. I've got to do this podcast every single week. I've done 52 more of these podcasts. I got, you know, uh, I got to go out and see Howie Weingarten and stay with him. Um, especially in a year where we lost Bill Monroe. And that's, you know, something that I think hangs over this podcast because he is a presence that's truly missed. Uh, certainly personally. Um, I mean, he was my best friend for 35 years. Uh, right after we lost Ron Zabrocki was another good friend. And you can back, go back and listen to those trivias. But it was great that to remind myself of the friends I do have that I could go out and visit and just sit around and watch bad movies and record a podcast with, you know, um, I, I'm at a point, we've done a couple of live podcasts from this new location, which we hadn't really done in the pandemic. And Elliot Serrano is taking a job close to where I live. So we'll be doing more in-person ones. There were a lot of cool stuff that came out. There was, there were reasons to, be happy. You know, my friend Mark Norman has an hour special on Netflix, which is fantastic. We got out of a strike. We had a writers and actors strike and that lasted five months and we were able to come back from that and, you know, and make stuff again. Uh, I don't want to glower. I, and I hope you don't either. It's easy to glower and it's easy to yell and it's, it's always easier to criticize than to be the one coming up with solutions. And my motto at work has always been complain as much as you want, but end with a solution. I do believe in people venting. Um, certainly I've been too much of a New Yorker and too much of a stand-up to not complain loudly. Uh, but, but you can't just bring everybody down and then, and then not 
bring people back up. And that's how I want to think about 2023. You know, I want to think about um, discovering wet, hot American summer. Uh, you know, which is something that's been around for a while and I just never got to, but Jill and I did it in a couple weeks and loved it. You know, um, I watched um, Headliners Only, a documentary about Kevin Hart and Chris Rock going on tour together, which gave me a lot of really, really strong, powerful memories of doing stand-up myself, which is, as I've said many times, is a period I'm the most proud of because it was the scariest thing I ever had to do. I believe I took it as far as I was going to get with it. Um, I don't look at the little less traveled, but uh, I'm so proud of those years and I'm so uh, precious about the friendships I made at that time and uh, so lucky that I have the skills it gave me. And anytime I'm reminded of that time, it really feels like, you know, there, there were stories in a way. It's like I, re I remember being in the trenches and appreciating that. And so that would be my greatest thing this week is uh, Headliners Only on Netflix. Um, we've, we've had a lot. We've gone through a lot. We are ending the 10th year of this podcast. We're going into year 11. And I constantly think, wow, do we, does it still need to be a weekly podcast? Does it need to, do we have to have guests on all the time? Do we need to, you know, are, uh, are, are we going to have, is it just me? What, do we do it once a month? Do we, you know, do we do it when there's something big to talk about? I constantly think of how to adapt the format to my changing lifestyle, but Honestly, every week it comes down to Sunday nights. I'm like, well, what are we going to talk about? And, uh, you know, which one of my friends wants to talk to me for an hour about the stuff we love? And that's how this podcast started. And that's why it keeps going. And it's, and I got to say, this is one of those things where I feel like when I was a kid, you know, my, uh, my oldest son is a junior in high school, as I said. And I am very grateful that he is having a smoother time through high school than I am because when I was his age I was screaming into a tape recorder you know I was doing characters by myself and banging on an acoustic guitar knowing three chords and making song parodies and uh I just had all this creative energy that I couldn't put anywhere and there are weeks where I feel like this podcast is the evolution of that where you know once a week, I yell for an hour and I make jokes and I talk about everything I know about Batman and Star Trek and then I uh, post it and then I walk away and uh, as many people hear it as, as many, just as many people listen to that tape. But I get feedback, you know, people, people stop me, um, people comment, you know, people bring up things and I'll be talking to people. I'll be talking to Elliot and I'll start to tell him a story and he'll tell me, yeah, you said that on the podcast this week. You know, I get people that text me, the people that follow me and want to talk about what we talked about on the podcast. And it's, it's a great reminder. And honestly, just selfishly, if you've been listening to this podcast and you don't even know me, uh, but you may have heard us get shouted on on The Nerdist or you heard me do another podcast or you uh, saw me on social network or one of my friends more famous to me added me on a topic. Um, let me know. Let me, let me know that you like it. Let me know that you're listening. The, as, a, as an entertainer, uh, and I, I, I uh, pause to call myself an entertainer. 
I'm someone that tries to entertain. But honestly, I am paid to write pharmaceutical websites. That entertains no human human body. Um, it's my role to make sure that what I'm doing is what people want. It's not about me expressing myself. It's about me communicating. And And if I am communicating with you, if this podcast is something that you look forward to and you listen to now and then, or you download and you listen to a bunch of them, or you forget about it every six months and you're like, oh yeah, this podcast. Um, I would love to hear from you and there's ways to get in touch with me. You can at me at not in my book. That is on Instagram. And uh, I am also on threads for the same way, but there's no DMs there. But you can still at me in a post. And you can also, I don't believe I've deactivated my ex formerly Twitter account. So I think it's still out there, but I'm not going there. Um, but also Facebook, Facebook is the best place. Facebook.com slash caffeinated comics. Look, it's old. It's dusty. The old people are there. It's not going anywhere. It's the Coca-Cola of social networks. We all know how to use it. We don't like it. We take it for granted, but we're all there. If you go to the caffeinated comics page, that's where I repost any geeky thing that I think is going to be interesting. And the first place I tell you where there's a new episode, uh, feel free to comment. Just, you know, let me know, hey, I liked this or I liked that or you you know what you should do more of because this worked or this didn't work. But the one thing I feel like I say every year on this podcast is I am so grateful about the people I have gotten to know through this podcast. Now, I moved in Chicago in 2010 and uh, it was a rough period for me. 2023 has been a rough year, but uh was kind of rougher because... You know, I was at a point I didn't want to move. I had a I had a really uh, fulfilling life in New York that I felt forced to leave. It uh, was a decision that ended up with me no longer being married years later. Uh, so I felt very, very alone. And I spent the first year bouncing around just trying to play in cover bands. And then Stephen opened Chimera's Comics and I would hang around there. And I would also hang around Stone Grove Guitars where I would make a lot of friends that have been on this podcast and that have played in bands with me. And that was kind of my lifeline. And then this podcast just became a way for me to do something. Just be, It became a way for me to do the things I was good at, to be nerdy and to be funny and to be insightful and to uh, introduce you to people. And the people I've met through this podcast have been fantastic. Some of my closest friends I've made since I've been out here have been because of this podcast. And and. I hope that people listening to it are some of those people. So if you want to say hi, that's the best way to get in touch with me. You can uh, just go to the go to the Facebook page and comment on any of the posts. And, uh, you know, if you guys want to tell me your favorite episodes, you know, we've, we've talked to people that have passed on. We have talked to people that I felt breathed rarefied air that I never thought I'd have a one-on-one with. Uh, I've talked to people that... Um, I knew long ago that I've gone on to lead very, very interesting lives and want to come back and, and tell you guys stories about it. And I think it's valuable. You know, there's a billion podcasts out there. There's, I'd say there's triple the podcasts out there than there were when I started this. I felt like when I started this, it was Chris Hardwick and Mark Marin and me. And then uh, now it's like everybody who doesn't have a podcast has seen odd or, or – People that haven't given up their podcasts yet seem odd. And I've never made a dime off this. You know, it's never become a source of revenue. Um, I'm not, I'm 
never become an influencer, but it's, it's something that I feel uh, passionate about. It's something that I feel like I, I want to do and it helps me stay positive and stay grounded in this world of geek that can be very critical and very negative. And if nothing else, I'd want to be a source of positivity about that and tell you about things I love because uh, I will be 52 years old this year, which is a very important number if you're DC Comics. And uh, I'm my love of superheroes, specifically Batman and Spider-Man, is never going to dim. And my love of sci-fi and comedy and hard rock, none of those things I'm going to carry with me forever, and I'll always want to talk to you guys about them. So hopefully you'll want to keep hearing it. And uh, you can always let me know what you like and add to the conversation. So that's about it. Those are the plugs. Um, I hope you guys had a good break. I hope you, I hope you had a break. You know, that there, there was a question whether or not I was going to work during the week. And I felt like I just didn't have that fuel in the tank, man. It had been a long year and having this week off changed things around. I got sick and I'm still more rested than I was. So I hope you got a lot of rest um, maybe you went back to DVDs because you can't st- trust streaming no more and you got to watch some movies that you like. Maybe you got some books from some people. I gave my son the Invincible Compendium. He's reading that. Um, I hope you guys just got a chance to recharge. I feel like we don't get that chance anymore. But whether you did, whether you didn't, whether you've got another week of vacation or you're heading into another crazy-ass week, uh, I'll be here to talk to you next week. I'll talk to you then.